It is day four of 12 days of stand-up. We're here with Husey going through some of the very best bits of the Logies from across the years. No one more prolific when it comes to the Logies than yourself. Oh, look, I've done it a fair bit over my journey. Mm. So, yeah, so and uh, and I've enjoyed it. Although it, just, it was always a stressful thing when they asked you to do it. You're like, oh, God. I wish they wouldn't ask me because then I wouldn't have to say yes. Because it's like you want to make it good. So, yeah. But, uh, again, it was a, a challenge, always a challenge. Yeah. So And you, you're hoping that... Some local celebrities uh, do silly things so that you can include them. Were you briefed? Were you were we ever to, like when you're doing the logos? Do they want you to do a certain thing, or are they just happy for Dave Hughes to come up and be Dave? Hughes? Oh no, they would trust me to do what I did. Oh, that's basically. fantastic. So yeah, absolutely. So and I would yeah. So I would just go off and, and think about it, and then yeah, I and you know I'd try some jokes out in little comedy clubs around you know wherever I was. So, but here's yeah. the other thing: being who you are, there are. Uh, I'm sure a slate of comedians who are regularly going on before you and warming up the crowd. But for the Logies, if you're opening the Logies, you're going out there and... Yeah, it's stressful. It could be stressful. There's a lot of times where you'd be in a, a room, like you'd be hearing like the warm-up person would be trying to get the crowd to focus. Yes. Like, yeah. And it's, it's, it's a group of TV execs and actors and, you know, writers and just people who are very happy to hear the sound of their own voices. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So they're very happy to be chatting. So the warm-up person would be saying, oh, yeah, we've got to focus, and they're just, no one's even, you wouldn't think anyone's listening at all. So you're like, <laughs> just a, just like you're at a nightclub. And you can see the countdown. You're like at a nightclub, you're like, we're about to go here, yeah. live, <laughs> and no one in the room has even shut up, let alone looked to the stage. And you're like, oh, shit. So yeah, it was always the most stressful time for me. I remember the first year I was actually opening it, I was so stressed, I was in my hotel room at the Crown Casino, and I must have had my phone on silent or something, so I was going through my routine in my head, mm. and uh, I'd lost track of time. And I looked down at my phone at one point, and I had like ten missed calls from the producers of the Logies going, "Where the fuck are you?" Oh, that's and, really and stressful. And I'm like, "Shit!" I'm they needed my, you in the wings. Yeah, we're about to start. And I'm like, "Fuck!" I'm still in my hotel room, and I had to run through Crown Casino, fuck, to get backstage. <laughs> you live, hear the music playing. It's a live event, <laughs> of course. So there's no fucking. You know, <laughs> no. If you're not there, you're not there. <laughs> And it's like, what the fuck? I'm trying to find where I'm going. You've got one lead, really, lead trying to pad for you. I seriously really went, I think I was like within a couple of minutes of the actual event starting before I even got down there. Wow. They're like, He's if, they thought I'd fucking bolted. Anyway. so Today we're going to look at uh, one of your, uh, I'd say, most famous moments. Uh, this is the Barnaby joke. Oh, yeah, right. Barnaby Joyce had been on, I think, the Spotlight program or mm. Sunrise. No, one of the channel. I think it was... Either 60 Minutes or the other Channel 7 yes. equivalent. Yep. And it was, um, he'd famously, uh, you know, started a relationship with his one of his colleagues at work. Did he have an illegitimate daughter? Is that no, it was, no, it wasn't illegitimate. No, no there was nothing illegitimate. No, no, no. Yeah. no I, Why do like, I remember he, that? No, anyway. Well, anyway, he broke up with his wife. I don't know how grey the period was between the new relationship starting. Mm-hmm. He wasn't really flavour of the month in the world. Barnaby's always a divisive character. Oh, yes. Yeah. Right out there. So, But he'd been on TV uh, on some sort of puff piece talking about being a dad again. And uh, something that his um, new partner had said really made me laugh. And so I thought I'd do a joke about that on, on at the Logan. 
That was a great interview, wasn't it? The Barnaby Joyce interview on Sunday. It was a great one, yes. My favourite moment was he was changing the nappy and Vicky, his partner, said, he's surprisingly good at it. Is he Vicky? He's got four other kids. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) He's done it before. So, yeah, so that was, and again, that was fresh, obviously, because it must have been, it must have just aired. Yeah. So that's a joke that I've just seen. So that wasn't one that, Everyone's you know. across it. And and when it gets claps, yeah. you know you've just you've you've done hit it. the nail on that. Look, I work hard on those bits. And so once once it gets going, you, you generally know you're going to have a good time. Had so. you met Barnaby at that point? I would have met him once or twice. Very intense character. Well, I was with you when you met him when we went to Canberra. We went over oh, to yes, Canberra yes. and he was there then. And I remember everyone having the same opinion that he's quite an intense dude. Oh, my God. I remember him sitting... Like, he was, we were, there was, that, was with, that was with Josh Frydenberg, yeah, wasn't that's right. the, Yeah, During right. During the with Frydenberg, yeah. And then uh, all these other uh, liberal parliamentarians would come in and, and do a little speech, wouldn't yeah. they? Yeah, and his bit was, um, if, if we can sell bird shit, we'll sell it. Like, yeah. If, and, <laughs> that was Barnaby's But also Barnaby bit. was, like, needing a couple of extra beers to get on stage. And <laughs> Barnaby had actually... Wasn't even meant to be in the lineup that night. It was like a stand-up uh, comedy yeah. night where, yeah, he'd he'd, <laughs> he'd muscled himself into the lineup. <laughs> I'm Barnaby. I need the. I've got I need a type the. Five. I need yeah, the exactly. mic. I got something to say. Yeah, yeah China's <laughs> going to cop it here. <laughs> Lingering at Sydney Airport, looking for Paps to pat me. None around. Disappointing. They've left because yeah. Zac Efron came to Australia, and then there was John Cena. And now the only people in town, well, Ed Sheeran, of course, playing tonight, but no one wants a pap of him because he's always just sort of smiling at people, not doing anything controversial. So there was Kelly Rowland was here and she was wearing a mask at the airport and they papped her. And I thought that was a bit low rig. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I, when that, when you mentioned that to me, I thought what he's saying there is if they're papping Kelly Rowland (laughs) with a mask, what about Husey without one? Standing in front of people with a camera. They're just tourists, mate. They don't want a photo. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) But I, I wandered into the uh, bookshop at the airport, because oh, that's yeah. what you do, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I saw a book uh, called Just One Thing by Dr. Michael Mosley. Yeah, he's, he's rich. Yeah, he's, English bloke yeah. who we've interviewed before, who came up with the 5-2 diet. Yeah, he's one of those, but he's on the ABC every day with a different version of getting yourself feeling Fit. better. Yeah. yeah, I like him though. He's a friendly guy, and I thought, Just One Thing, what is that? And then underneath it says, how simple changes can transform your life. Do you want a bit? Yes. Here we go. Here, you take it go. away, Mr. Mosley. Make it simple. The rationale behind Just One Thing is that you don't have to do a major overhaul of your life. These are things you can easily build into your routine. Small changes really can yield big benefits in terms of better mood, improved sleep, a sharper brain, and reduced Disease risk. You know what? You've sold me, Dr. Michael Mosley. So I bought the book and it has things in it, simple things that you can do. It's just a list. Yeah, but it's a handy list which you can you can put into your own life and can make your life better. Do you want me to give you a couple of them? Uh, after this intro, I do. Wise, sincere, thoughtful, woke. Goes. Now, I'm just passing on the wisdom of others here. This is not my own wisdom. It's oh, stolen. Dr. Michael Mosley's <laughs> wisdom. But it's, it's well, here's one, okay. a real simple one. And here you're we going to go, well, I know that, but do you know it? An apple a day 
keeps the doctor away. He is not selling a book with an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yes, he is, and I'm here for right. it. Well, I've got one tip, everyone. Steal from the internet and release a book. I don't care. That you know is what? ridiculous. The fact is, the, the research is in. and, and, and What research? Scientific research. And which doctor are you keeping away? Well, uh, doctors who are help sick people. You don't need help <laughs> if you have a doc. If you have an apple a day, and the one apple, and this is a good tip: the best apple to eat. Here we go. Drum roll: the best apple to eat every day. The healthiest apple. Pink lady. Oh, that's actually good. That's inf- the that's, health- that's good info. That's the healthiest apple. You eat a pink lady apple every day, and you will be healthier. So I'm going to do that. That's one thing. Okay. There's so many other tips. One thing that can change your life. You said you had two. So can you come back with one that you've started doing? Because you can't eat apples because you lose your teeth. And then you can't keep the dentist away. I'm definitely going to. I ate an apple yesterday (laughs) at the airport. You did? I ate an apple. I said, give me an apple. And I ate it. So what else? This is Husey Ed and Erin. Husey, Ed and Aaron. Yeah, I'm passing on wisdom, the wisdom of others today. Dr. Michael Mosley, British bloke, lovely person. Have met him a number of times. He came up with a 5-2 diet, intermittent fasting. Which I disagree well, with. All right, well, whatever. But his new book is called Just One Thing, and it's a great hook. You just do one thing, little thing, and it changes your life. I've told you about an apple a day. I'm committing to that. Pink lady apparently is the best. Have a pink lady every day. He's got so many other tips in the book. This is one that I tried last night. When you brush your teeth, stand on one foot. So it is a way because apparently balance is important. Mm, that's true. And improving your balance is good for your life. So if you brush your teeth while standing on one foot and you can swap foots, feet, uh, that will lead to long-term health benefits. That's in the book. That's in the book. People want to get involved here. Rebecca, now where did you get this tip? Um, so it's a, just a bit of a podcast, so I can't really remember the podcast, but it's actually nah, so enough. you get up an hour earlier. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then in that hour, you like read a book or you do push-ups, so you just really reflect on something you're grateful for. And then like after a couple, like the first week, you get over the waking up earlier, and then you actually become more grateful for the little things. And yeah. have you started doing it, and has it worked? Yeah, so me and my, we actually do it at work, funny thing. So we all get wow. up an hour earlier, we either do some meditation or we do some like push-ups or we read a book. Um, and then it's, it's sort of changed the whole environment of the workplace too. Wow. How long has it been, Rebecca? Uh, probably about a month and a half now. Yeah, no, and, and you massive. feel like it's a long-term change you're going to stick with? Yeah, definitely. Kurt, where did you get the tip? Uh, of Joe Rogan. Uh-oh. Yeah, the, where'd he get it? He got it somewhere. The Joe Rogan. Oh, no idea. Yeah. What is the tip? Uh, have a cold shower 30 minutes before you work out. And uh, for an older bloke like me at 41, it increases your testosterone levels. And I've noticed uh, a big difference. You know what? You're not, you're what? a young bloke at 41. Just, just, just don't call yourself an oh, old bloke. You're a young thank bloke. You, thank you. You're too Definitely. kind. Cold showers are in Bef- the book. No, but be- yeah. oh, that's in the book? It's in the book. Before just you one work thing. out. Well, not before you work out. I'm That's not, amazing. I'm going to do that today, Kurt. That's great. And it's something to do with shocking your body. And apparently after six cold showers, your body gets used to it. So What do you do then? Well, you keep having them, but it just makes it easier. Oh, I see what you mean. It doesn't so, dim the effect. You're yeah, just used to it. Dr. Michael Mosley reckons start warm and then end up cold. 
I reckon start cold and end up warm. I agree, yeah. yeah Give yourself cold. a reward. Bang. Yes. Okay. Cold. Ooh. And only a minute. Maximum of a minute. You don't have to be any. How, back to Kurt. Sorry, Kurt. Just uh, what's how long are you having the cold shower for? I do three minutes. It's, it's just a three-minute thing. I just set my phone, and right, after we'll three minutes, and I start off cold. And like you said, it was hectic to start, but you get used to it, and my arms are jacked. So oh, I, I swear by it. Jacked arms. Jacked <laughs> arms. Oh, it's jacked arms. Fire. Can you send us a picture of your jacked arms, Kurt? I'm really into yeah, this. Okay. Into that. Uh, Dr. Michael Mosley says you only need one minute, but Kurt's gone three. Do you want jacked arms or not, mate? I do want jacked arms. Well, then get in there. Bring it home, Brad. Brad, what is the one thing? Yeah, guys, I just try and roll out of bed every morning and just quickly do five quick push-ups or jump up and get the body going a bit. Yeah. Um, and how, lo- seems to, how, how long you been yeah, doing it, Brad? Uh, probably about a month now. It actually seems to get me started and get my day. I feel a bit better about the day already. As soon as I get up and do those, push-up, those push-ups, if I can complete them, then I feel better about my day already. So. You know what? It's in the book. It's in the book. It's in the book. Dr. Michael Mosley every day gets up and does... He calls them not push-ups. What's another word? He calls them no oh, anyway. press-ups in England. They call yeah in England they press-ups. Yeah, they're weirdos. Yeah, and apparently it's good for your health because your head going up and down like that, changing your head like in a in, when you do a push-up, that's really good for your mental health. Changing your head level. Yeah, your head level going up and down is <laughs> part of it. Can I tell you? So what do we got? Cold showers. Wake up at five a.m. and do push-ups. What a nightmare. Well, no, I tell you, you want a better life or not. <laughs> Also, <laughs> squats. I'm going to add squats to my routine. How many? Just a couple of minutes worth of up and down on a squat. Husey, Ed and Aaron. Mayday, mayday. This is relationship number 456. We've got no choice. We're going to have to make an emergency landing. Crash investigator Hughes. We have reports of a relationship crashing and burning off the coast of Tinder. My God, not another one. Did we recover the black box? We sure did. Well, stop wasting time. Get that thing open and let's see what went wrong. <laughs> Alice and Samantha were colleagues. One night after work drinks, the two of them hooked up. They began seeing each other for a few months, but Samantha soon found out she may not be Alice's only interest at work. And so, Erin, you're playing Samantha, and I will be playing Alice. Good. We still on for tonight? Was thinking pasta and wine at mine. Feel free to come back with me after work. Uh, sorry, I'm going to a late gym class tonight. So it won't be around. No stress at all, babe. The next day. Are you at your desk? Tim was just in the kitchen bragging to some of the team about how you guys went to dinner last night. What happened to the gym class? Ha ha ha. Look, I did go to dinner with Tim. I didn't know how to tell you. I see. I've been seeing him casually too. (laughs) Thought you'd make it a big deal. (laughs) What's wrong with your voice? Alice, I know we aren't together together. But someone else from work? Surely you know that could get messy. I'm allowed to see whoever I want. Are you jealous? I am so fine with you seeing other people. As I said, we aren't in an actual relationship. It's just awkward when I hear about it in the work kitchen. Honestly, don't see how it's a big deal. 
Insane. <laughs> Your voice is more the issue. <laughs> <clears throat> no, what's I'm trying to channel. That's beautiful. Alice. Samantha, well, you, Samantha. That... you were Sam. Sam... Was I? Hello. I was <laughs> no, I was Alice. No, I was Alice. Oh, were you? Who was I? Yeah. You were Samantha. Okay. You were Samantha. Uh, Samantha, the real Samantha, uh, is on the line. Samantha, did did my voice remind you of Alice's voice? <laughs> it absolutely did. Yeah. Wow. Spitting, image. Right. <laughs> Spitting image. Spitting image. Uh, so, so, Sam, were you perturbed or you really couldn't care less? Nah, it got to me. Absolutely yeah. got to me. Yeah, fair enough. Because you were lied to. Work, you know? Yeah. Yeah, she could have just one from work and then one, yeah, two from work and one of them doesn't know about the other. Did Tim know about you and you and uh, Alice? Tim did know about me and Alice, yeah. <sighs> Wait, did you tell Tim flattering things about Alice? No. Oh. Okay. Tim told me things about Alice, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so how long did you continue to work with Tim and Alice after, you know, all this happened? Well, we all still work together. Oh, they're still <laughs> working together. Can I just ask, what kind of an wow. office setup is it? Like, open plan? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. We all have to look at each other. <laughs> are, are Tim and Alice an item now? They are, actually, yeah. Oh, whoa. And would and... you ever consider Tim? No. Okay. No, so um, are they all cool? I mean, you're you've got to deal with it, but are they are those two cool that you're still there? <laughs> oh, kinda. It's a bit awkward sometimes, but we make it work. Well, well do you I think they should have her now, removed? So oh, you're no. you're seeing someone else, okay? Yeah, I'm not saying that you wouldn't have be seeing someone else, but I mean, you know. So, but memories, memories. Would you be invited to any wedding that they had? Do you reckon? I hope not. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. <laughs> The uh, yeah. prosecution rest. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Your Honour. <laughs> now, if you've got any cringe text messages, dating app chat, that type of thing, call us at ten sixty. We'll talk you through it. Or hit us up on the Husey and Nairn Instagram. You remain anonymous. You get yourself five hundred bucks cash. Husey and Nairn.